when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I, well, I, have you? I know this that you asked on um, Twitter, Andy. You were asking, "What is Steve McLaren doing right what, now?" What What do the people think he's doing what right they, now? We, yeah. can't, we can't know. Of course, we can't. Firstly, know. because we're in a studio here and we're not with Steve McLaren. And secondly, when I asked the question, secondly, it was he's like, invisible. It was five hours ago. <laughs> yeah, he is at the moment. Yeah, he's he's, he's a shapeshifter, I mm. believe, and he's reverted to his invisible state at the moment until a suitable managerial opportunity comes up so what do you reckon he's up to then Steve McLaren well I know I've said it before and here I think that, that his true love in that Shrek, Shrek sense his one true love is carpets right carpet sales it's what he wants to be it's isn't what, it what, it's where, what he wants to be and where he wants to be so I imagine he's he's wandering around in a grey suit wandering around um, a carpet tick is it called carpet tick carpet shop <laughs> Carpet tick, I think it's called. It? Carpet right. And uh, like he's got a suit or so that he is occasionally approached as if he's in a, a cell. Oh, you think he's... Oh, excuse me, do you, you work here? And, like, and he bluffs it through. Yeah. Do you reckon it's one of those situations where he hasn't told his wife that he's lost his job and he still goes out every day? And just goes to the carpet And he shop. goes down the carpet shop and pretends to be a member of staff. Yeah. Helping that, people out. Has he got a wife? McLaren? Yeah. He's got at least one wife, I would reckon. You reckon? You yeah. just say, oh, you reckon. Why? Because he's a man. Well, he just looks like someone who's downtrodden. You so said I assume that, he's got a wife. You said last week that you uh, lost your virginity to a roofer. One, was that true? No. Ah, oh, right. So is there a two? There's not a two, is there? Well, so that, I've I, just I, blown it out of the water, haven't I, with my <laughs> denial. Now, the denial might be untrue as well. You'll never know. I'll never know. No. Well, I'll teach you to pry, won't it? Hey, what's McLaren doing at the moment? Steve I think McLaren. We should try and update that. What's your guess there? Um, digging a grave. He's digging a grave, is yeah. he? Listening to Radio 2, 4, no uh, radio. 3. He's listening to Radio 3. Because he finds it quite soothing. Yeah. <laughs> while he's digging and thinking about why he's digging. What about you? What do you reckon he's doing? I reckon, just, got, just come through me there. I reckon he's in a park. Yeah. On his own, on a bench, flask of soup. A powdered mm-hmm. soup that he's made up in his flask. Right. Yeah. Um, From Noor. And, I don't know, maybe talking to a fat lass. <laughs> <laughs> About carpets, maybe. You're convinced he's a carpet salesman, aren't oh, you? Oh, he's a carpet salesman. Yeah. He might be in Barbados. Do you know the truth is he's probably in Barbados and he's just loving it. Pro- well, he probably isn't, though, is he? You don't think so? No, I think your your answer's probably more accurate. Do you think you, you think he's sad about the sacking? I think he's just sad about everything. He keeps getting sacked. Yeah. Everything he does goes wrong. Well, you all right at Middlesbrough. He was all right at twenty. Well, did he get was... sacked at Middlesbrough? No, he went to the England job. Did he? Yeah. He was England manager. 
Yeah, it was England manager. Christ. <laughs> Hey, what's Steve McLaren doing at this moment now? Caught you out there. Ooh, Steve McLaren right now, today, in God's 2016. I reckon he's sitting with a pen and paper and he's doing some sums. Just doing sums? He's doing some sums because he's thinking about getting himself one of them white vans. What, see if he can make a Just living out of it? set himself up. A few light removals. A man Maybe's, with a van. A man with a McLaren van. McLaren man with a van. Maybe he's advertising the local paper or put a postcard in the post office window or in that bit in the supermarket where they have, you know, yeah. where they sell three-piece sweets and things. I reckon he's thinking about that. He wants to be his own boss for a while. Yeah, you know of course I mean? he does. I mean... Who doesn't? I don't think it's a great day for Steve today. I've got two images in my head. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's trying on some novelty oven gloves. Right. But it hasn't raised a smile and he's just thrown them... Into his flip has he get them? Is he getting them off eBay? Do you think? I don't. I don't really know. I can just see. You know that. Has he purchased them, or is he just trying them on? No, somewhere? I think he's. There's something going on in another part of the house, and he's crept off because you know, the way he feels at the moment. He's tried the gloves on, thinking that would cheer him up, and it hasn't worked. But um, he could be at a funeral, just smiling, his grinning his face, <laughs> his head off. Couldn't he? That state of denial that he lives in. But here's one, and this might also. You might also like to put this down as my. Joke of the Oh, week. is it time for your joke already? Well, no, you I'm are not, in a hurry to do I'm aren't not you? necessarily saying it is the joke. Maybe Steve is trying to light a fag that he's found in the park, yeah? And he's saying, Judge me after 10 matches. Do you see? 10 matches. You're not accepting that as a story, as a joke, or. But who, who lights a fag with a match these days? Everyone's got lighters, haven't they? All right, so that's gone then. That's not your joke then. Well, no, now it's not my joke, but I will be you back. You have another one later uh, on. Oh, I'll be back, all right. I don't think you're allowed to do that. You've either got a joke or you haven't. You kind of just deliver it and then go, that didn't work, I'll try another one later on. Where's Steve McLaren then, Andy? Where is he at the moment? That's a good question. Where is Steve McLaren? Well, do you know what? I reckon he's milking a cow. But it's not a real cow. Right. It's one of them ones, you know, you get them at the visitor farms. And they're like, like a plastic cow, but they've got working teats, and so the kids can have a go. Right. And you don't get milk out of them, you only get water out of them. But I reckon right. you bought yourself one of them from a from a visitor farm when he was in Holland. It was getting liquidated. Yeah. And I reckon there was an admin mix-up, and it ended up in quarantine for three years. So he's only just recently taking delivery of it. Yeah. And I think he's just trying to relax himself by just squeezing away. Well, if... At the teat. If you've been waiting three years for a bit of that teat action, I imagine he is pulling on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, do I don't re- know. I, I, <laughs> do you reckon he'd be rushing it, or do you think he'd just take his time? <laughs> oh, I think he'll have a very relaxed approach. Big smile on his face. Yeah, just just relax, just sort of laid back. Yeah, he'll have nice, the fat. Nice and rhythmic. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have the fat lass climbing up on top of it to re- to replenish the water, you know. Has he got a fat lass? Yeah, he's always got that fat lass with him. <laughs> I, I, but I don't know, but that seems very specific. I think that he's made himself a nice jam sandwich, right? Aye. Yeah, with Mother's Pride. Mm-hmm. And he's put it in his bait box, probably Big Bang Theory bait box, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, or, or Yogi Bear. No, who's the one who used to guard melons? Deputy dog. Yeah. He's a deputy dog in his little bait box. But 
I think he's just gone round the back of the shops and he's just, you know, like patting the Alsatian around the back there. Yeah. The one that's the one that's tethered up. Yeah. Um, just saying, like me and you, mate. Me and you, you know, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's just, we're a bit on our our uppers now, but it's going to be all right. Yeah. It, it, and then it, we'll always have each other, sort of thing. Yeah, and then the Alsatian bites him on the ass, and <laughs> and, and milk and, comes out, and pisses on his beer box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Steve. Good times ahead for Steve, I reckon. Though I'm sure of it. Do you want any advice about health heart or hearth health? Hearth rugs. Would you, would you want any advice about health? Steve McLaren's your man health. for advice about hearth rugs, isn't he, surely? Carpet salesman. Carpet salesman Steve McLaren, but where is he? Have you, have you got some advice you'd like to offer up? Well, you've made me think of where Steve McLaren is at this moment now, and I've got it. Where is he? He's on his way to the Bowlplex in the minibus. He's driving. Right. Yeah, short sleeve shirt, tie. Yeah. About eight fat lasses in the back. Oh, aye. He's taking them to Bowplex, then they're going to Frankie and Benny's. He won't go in with them. He'll read the, probably read the mirror in the... in the. Uh... What do you reckon it is? Is it a, a birthday, office birthday, or is it a hen night gone wrong, or...? Um, I think it's just it's just like the, the fatties from quite a large company. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right. It's like, they don't say it's fatties night out. No, but it's implied. Well, they all know. They just don't say it. They say, like, right. we're good friends. We seem to have a lot in common. Yeah, they do. They're all fat. But they don't say that, that's what that's, they're doing. That's, as, as quite a fat man myself, yeah. I find that a little bit offensive. I've never noticed you were, were, were fat. Come Bloody on. hell, though. You are, though, aren't you? McLaren. Steve McLaren. Steve McLaren. What's he up to What's right he up now? To today? Well, earlier today it came to me. He was in his kitchen... Right, in one of his short-sleeved shirts with a tie, yeah? Yeah. And he was showing off his, a big yellow snake. <laughs> Do you know the, I think they're called corn cobs, corn snake or whatever. Yeah, corn snake. Yeah. Corn, corn snake to his big lass that he hangs around with, yeah? Yeah. But I think one of the reasons it came to me, because it caused electricity in the universe, is that the snake did a little tod on his tie. <laughs> little snake tod. And it's um, it was his balls club tie, right? Yeah. So just after that, so I'm going back like about 50 minutes ago because I've had to walk to the studio. He was, a, he was crouched over his sink with like um, one of those little foam pads that's got a rough edge yeah. trying to get the snake tied off, occasionally glancing through the lounge where the big lass was eating beans on toast. <laughs> So that's do you reckon that she's ago. not going to want anything to do with him if he's got a snake tod on his she, tie? She hates him. He's always displaying them, you know, his yeah. snake. It always you know, goes wrong. That's that's my suggestion. What does a snake tod look like? Is it long, like like the animal that it's been emitted from? No, surprisingly, um, I don't want to go... No, you always drag it towards feces. No, no, thank you. Let's leave it out of... Let's, let's you not don't go know, do you? No, I don't, don't, I do, I do know, because like. I saw that episode of Come Dine With Me where she put the snake in the table. Oh, yeah. And it todded up the table. It did. So, thank you. I do know what a snake, snake tod looks Spherical, like. isn't it? Thank you for that. Steve McLaren. <sighs> What's he been up to? What do you think he's been up to? Well, it's only a tiny detail, but I think he had a Papa John's last night delivered. But um, it came whilst he was feeding his snake and the big lass had it all. 
but that's right. just a little, little detail. But he had this week quite a, quite a big occasion for him. He met up with the big lass, yeah, at the service station where they had their very first date, yeah. He had his light blue shirt on, short sleeved light blue shirt, you know, from BHS. Nice little wool, brown wool tie. Then halfway through their cauliflower cheese, he got down on one knee and he said to the big lass, will you come to the Rope Museum in Thwaite one day with me, big lass? <laughs> and this, oh no, this happened. And she said, fuck off, Steve. Your arms look like hot dogs made of milk. I wouldn't be seen dead near them in a classy museum. And he said, but I love, I could wear a long sleeve shirt. And she said, and I thought this was quite touching, she said, no, don't do that, Steve, because it just wouldn't be you. Right. Okay. It's quite elaborate, isn't it? It is a bit elaborate. Yeah, did you, what, what about you? Uh, I reckon he's uh, sat in the car because the big lass is in the Zumba class and he thought he'd be allowed <laughs> to sit and watch, but he's not. So he's just sat in the car. He's just sat in the car. Just really <laughs> fucked off. Because, you know, it's too far for him to drive home and then come back at the end of the hour. Yeah. It wouldn't be worth it. So yeah, he's sat I'm in the car, stewing. Stewing, worrying about his snake at home. His big yellow snake. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's never left it for more than an hour before. <laughs> What's a quick snack for Steve McLaren? Is it beans on toast or pot pie or a snack? A bowl of Weetabix. A buttered Weetabix. A bo- no, it isn't. There's only you eats buttered Weetabix. I think you'll find, actually, on the social media, there's actually quite a small army of us now eating buttered Weetabix. I'm getting about 12 to 15 tweets every day, people who are saying that they've been trying it out. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I just feel convinced that he's right. He's a beans on toast, man. Yum, 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 he says. Yum, 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 I am not thin. <laughs> you know, he's not bothered. Steve McLaren. Are we there already with Steve McLaren? Well, would you like to, to I'd, ponder? I'm always on ready for Steve McLaren. What he's up to at the moment. What do you reckon? Well, I reckon, this is what I'm seeing, Andy, right? I'm seeing the fat lass, yeah, that he's with. I think she's staring out the window, but she's eating the beans on toast, yeah? He's upstairs reading instructions for his power washer that you mentioned. Yeah. You know, his power washer, because he, he, he can't get it to generate suds. For, for washing his car. Right. Um, so he's having a look at the uh, his Skoda Octavia, I think it is. Do you think it probably is? I think I'm a it bit. Is. Yeah. Skoda Octavia. When he's not driving the minibus, that is. Yeah. He's a good driver, isn't he? I think he might be thinking to himself, I'm Steve McLaren and I'm going to apply for an ad- the advanced, the Institute of Advanced Motorists. Yeah. Because I'm careful, responsible. I look ahead. I think ahead yeah. when I'm driving. He's like, you know? I know how good I am, but I want a certificate to show to people, yeah, so that I can talk about it. Yeah, and he could he could saw it. The ba- they give him a badge. Yeah, did he, he could, get a badge as well? You do, yeah. yeah. And he, he could saw that onto the sleeve of his short sleeve for when he's driving the minibus. No, just when he's out and about. Say he's like down at down at the garden centre or whatever, yeah. buying a new attachment for his hose hose lock stuff yeah. and that. People say, what's that badge? Mr. McLaren said, oh, that? Oh, that's because it's, it's the Institute of Advanced Motorists hoping that they'll say then, oh, I, what's that? I said, oh, it's an institute. It just acknowledges that you're one of the, the better drivers. And he'd know. have it on the right-hand side, wouldn't he? On the right sleeve. Yeah. So when he's stopping at the lights, he'd just lift it up a little bit towards the window and whoever's yeah. in the next lane would just look across and go, oh, aye, aye. I see I'm dealing with an expert here. Oh, whoops, is Daisy. I'll let yeah. him pass. Yeah. I'll let him pass, yeah. I'm I'll, not going to cut I'll yield. 
to Mr. <laughs> McLaren. The other thing is, and I don't know whether they're the, in the same time, you know his yellow snake, his big yellow yeah. snake he's got? I've got a feeling it swallowed a, 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 a dog chew, <laughs> like a dog chew, when it's made him spew up on the toilet carpet. Because I think Steve has a toilet carpet. Yeah. Um, but he'll have a mat as well around the toilet, won't he? Around the bowl, even though there'll hardly any be ever and hardly ever be any spillages. No, because he'll have a really be, fast jet. As he'll long be as careful as well, yeah. won't he? He probably rests it on. I'm going to say something like a, a half ruler, yeah, like a plate. You know, like he probably rests it on that, lines it up, and then bang. <laughs> yeah, that's the length of it. And that was nearly two pints, yeah. Yeah. That was nearly two pints. Of course, what it does is the added bonus, if he's got any, if the fat lass has left any little Todd streaks on the back of the pot, it knocks them into touch. Yeah. He'll have a good aim as well, won't he? Oh, I'm saying he's got this arrangement. This, like, a cold plate you're going to think a dinner plate. I mean, like, a just a flat bit of steel. Yeah. That That he rests it in. He just rests that, lines it up. Like a pencil holder. I think what he did was... At one point, he rested his dine onto a, a, I'll say, a seven before steel plate, yeah? Yeah. He drew round it, yeah? And this just all happened kind of naturally and organically. He wasn't setting out to make this thing. No. It, it, it just, he was just messing about one day yeah. and stuff that was lying around and... And thought, yeah, that, that, that little offcut would be useful for helping me with direction with my fast piss. With Clara and the fat lasses, yeah, streaks. Hey, well, that's Steve McLaren, anyway, I suppose. Well, I've got a different point of view. Okay, what you reckon? I reckon well, it's, it's half term, isn't it? I reckon he's out in the minibus, and I reckon he's took a group of disadvantaged kids up the Scottish borders. Yeah, and the big lass, she's away in Marbella, right? On on another hen week, it's the fifth one she's been on this year, right? And she's staying in the same resort as Sam Allardyce. Did you see that video of Sam, Sam Allardyce having what? a bit of a dance in Marbella? Having a lovely time, wasn't he? Yeah. And I reckon that she's, te- she's texted Steve to tell him while he's in the Scottish borders that yeah. she's in the same resort as Sam. as Big Sam. And he's pretending he's cool with it, but he's seething, really. Yeah, he would furious. be seething, wouldn't he? So he started to get really short-tempered with the disadvantaged kids. Yeah. And he's you know, telling them to shut the fuck up. Oh, Steve. Them. And he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't like hearing only himself when he's put, he'll, only, he'll only curse when he's pushed. Absolutely. When he's really pushed. yeah. But it's going to end up with one of the kids trying to knife him in the car park of Pottery World, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. So no, it's only when, he's under, when he's under extreme pressure you get the swears out of him, don't you? I don't think he ever swore when he's manager in Newcastle or Derby. Absolutely not. He might have done once or twice when he was England manager, but... He tries his best not to. I remember once... He standards, went, isn't it? Standards. Yeah, he's still got standards, thankfully. I remember once he shut the uh, bedroom door on the, the on, on his snake, the last little... He thought the snake had followed him upstairs <laughs> to go to For bed. Bedtime. But yeah, yeah. And he shut the door and caught the snake. He's like, fuck! <laughs> and then he caught himself in the mirror. And the snake had gone, like, <laughs> like And do. spewed up on his bedroom carpet. <laughs> so, Steve, well, wherever he is, whatever he's doing, um, best he's wishes. He's unhappy. Best wishes from us, Andy. Yeah, always best wishes. Yeah. All, all good, nothing bad. Good times ahead, I reckon, yeah. Let's hope so for Steve. Steve McLaren, did you hear about what happened this week? No, what's he been doing? Put it in a nutshell. Um, big lass, run out of beans, right? Oh. But she'd done the toast, oh. right? So Steve, bless him, a lovely lad, really, Steve, says, don't worry, love. 
right? Put a bit of cling film over it, keep it warm, and I'll mm. pop down Londis to um, to get you some beans, right? We took this big yellow snake with him because it's been. Do you know it's been? Spe- I told you last week it's been spewing, spewing up, over up the a lot. Bathroom in the bedroom, wasn't it? In the bedroom, yeah. So <laughs> he took it with him down Londis, right? Round and his neck. Round his right, exactly, yeah. It was round his neck, not on a lead. <laughs> no, so he just wraps it round his neck. Yeah, and it sometimes curls its tail just up his, his short sleeve on his yeah. shirt, but it basically it's round his neck That's like a, a scarf. Protection thing, isn't it? It makes it feel secure. Yeah, well, what snakes do is is that um, if you if if you trap them, they use the tail to pretend to bite you so that you'll leave go of them. You know, anyways, that's another matter. Yeah. So the girl Christ. behind the counter shat herself when she saw the snake, right? And <laughs> because she made she like screamed, right? The snake spewed up. Again, <laughs> right on the lottery display, yeah, yeah, and and todded up on. Do you know the gall- You know, do you know the uh, dairy milk too for a pound? Yeah, on the counter, todded up, and that he was shot out of the shop. But the the bugger was. Is he barred now? He was barred from the shop. Well, he was barred with his snake, and he ain't letting go of his snake because it's got this problem. Yeah, the snake's barred, but he's not going to go back with that yeah, snake. The snake's it? not going to go off its own accord. So he gets home. Wife, to, wife blanked him. Sorry, fat lass blanked him. Big lass, sorry. Blanked him all night and they just watched CSI Miami in silence all night. Did she have the toast on its own? No, she left it, she, she left it there deliberately. So she had nothing to eat, just to, admit, just to prove a point. Yeah, so that was a bit of a bad night for him, wasn't it, Andy? Yeah. Anyway, Steve McLaren. Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Well... Let me tell you about him, what happened this week, yeah? Being in touch with his neighbour. So Steve went oh. out in the garden in one of the sunny spells, yeah? Yeah. And he fell asleep. He's under one of the umbrellas. But one of his knackers was popping out under his shorts, yeah? And it got terribly, terribly sunburned. Oh. So he went in the kitchen and he got a ladle and he filled it with ice water. Yeah. And he stood there with his knackers in the ice water in the ladle, Yeah. Fat lass comes in. Turns out that's the ladle she uses for a baked bean pot. Oh right, you know, to ladle a baked beans onto her yeah. toast, right? So she, she, she goes, Steve, right? Yeah. He dropped the Steve. He, Steve, he dropped the ladle and cold water onto a snake. Oh, what happened to the snake? What do you reckon? Spewed up, spewed up. The snake spewed up on her like feather mules uh-huh. you know, that she was wearing, and he had such a bad night. He didn't want to go on about his knackers were killing him. And she didn't say a word. They watched the great sewing, sewing great British sewing bee. Yeah. Uh, didn't say a word to him. So has she not brought the knackers up? She knows. She, 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 did she know what he, he was He didn't doing get a chance then? to explain. So actually, it's interesting. She, I wonder if she thinks he was doing something pervy, but... I wonder how tight his shorts were. Like, high up. Oh, the, but he wears so a very knacker, high shirt, yeah. Or has he got low knackers? Low swinging knackers? I, I don't want to get into that, Andy. Um, i tell you who's got low swinging knackers. Cristiano got, Ronaldo. Really? Yeah. And what he does, do you know, at half-time, yeah. he just lowers them gently. He's got, like, a trough in the dressing room and he just lowers them into this trough of, of warm almond oil. Nice. And it keeps them lubricated. The bald, obviously, he shaves them. Bald yeah. balls. Yeah. Billy bald balls, they call them. Yeah. And uh, that's what he does. So, Ronaldo, I suppose it's um, it's cooling. Yeah. It's um, lubricating so that when he's going at those electric, you know, those step-overs... You yeah. could catch your knackers on a step over, couldn't you? You could twist them. You could twist irrevocably. them. Irrevocably. Yeah, but when they're well oiled and lubricated, they'll, they'll just, just slide s- over slide. each other, yep. basically. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Imagine so how angry he would have been after the draw last night with Iceland if his balls hadn't been 
warm and lubricated. Tell me, Andy, I was watching it on the telly here. You've seen me telly. What size do you reckon? the jam <laughs> What size do you reckon it is? 33. No, I don't think it's even. I think it's probably about a 27. Anyway, and you only get two of the matches because I ain't got a satellite here. Oh. Anyways, um, up. Did, it was funny. I'm just going to go on about Steve McLaren's so it's, it's ever so quick. But because uh, it happened this week as well, he went to the pet shop to get his mice with with, uh, with for the snake with the fatless for the snake, and like she fell in love with this ger- ger- fluffy gerbil thing. Yeah, she like Steve, look, and Steve held it up to his chin, right, and he said, "Oh, this is what it looks like when you straddle me." Yeah, <laughs> but what he hadn't realised was the snake was round his neck. Oh God! One freaking bite, bang! This little hamster furry Gone. guinea pig king. Yeah, halfway down his neck. Pay for it as well. Yeah. Oh, he's banned out of that shop now because, of course, obviously oh God, your fat last spewed up. The list grows and grows, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, he spewed up beans all over the pet shop floor. Anyway, so enough for Steve McLaren. Steve McLaren, you know I've got my sources now. Um, he's had quite a week, Andy. What's he been up to? Well, let me tell you. He um, and the big lass have really got into the Great British sh- sewing bee, you know. Um so he went down the Aberdashers or whatever it is and bought all the gear. Because um, his, his mum actually taught him to knit when he was young and he picked it up quite quick. And he thought he'd do a, like, a really long wooden sl- woolen sleeve, you know, for his snake. To keep the snake warm. Keep the snake warm, obviously, yeah. Um, so he practised, right? And he did some little ankle bands for the fat right. lass, little woolly ones. Like what they used to wear in the 80s. Yeah, uh, and he did... Um, a little Willy Warmer. It's like fun, you know what I mean? Just for, for himself. For himself and for fun. How long was it? Well, never mind that, Andy. Oh, and okay. anyway, so then he got stuck into his, um, I'll call it a snake jumper, but it's like a, like a boob tube for the snake, you know? Snake sleeve. Yeah, snake sleeve. A couple of feet long or whatever. It was just for the, t- the top bit of the snake, for its chest. <laughs> Keep its chest warm. <laughs> you get a bit chesty in the winter, yeah. does it? Anyway, so they were going up the Asda, obviously, to do a little sneaky shop. And he shouts down to the fat lass. He shouts like, put the little coat on the snake, right, for our trip. So she says, well, do, Steve. And all that. So they get in the car. Um, fat lass has got the, uh, got the snake. And Steve glances over his uh, shoulder. And, oh, no, no, I've got that wrong, actually. They didn't. So they got into Asda. And uh, Fatlass was holding the snake, had it in like a um, one of those bag for lives, as it were, and it just peeks over the top and looks at stuff <laughs> as it's going as it's going around the shop. But anyway, then Steve noticed it's like a big swelling around its throat and around its face, and that so he peeked into the bag. Um, do you know what had happened, Andy? What happened? She'd she'd absolutely tugged the little willy warmer over. Oh man! She'd picked up the wrong one. Tugged it over the snake, so just as they were at like the health bit, you know, with the paracetamol and that, bang! Guess what happens? Spewed everywhere. Spewed up over the paracetamol, over the pyritin, over the cough syrups, everything. It's, it's a terrible incident. That that speaks volumes to us about Steve's manhood, doesn't it? Well, I wasn't. If really... there's a comparison to be made between a snake sleeve <laughs> and Steve's willy warmer. Then you know. Well, a terrible tale. Of, tell us. Well, you don't like to think of a snake being restricted like that, but no, um, supermarket. Well, it was. It turns out it was the right place for it to happen because they sell the little first aid kits and that and um, scissors. So yeah. Steve cut through it. Yeah. Right, discarded the, the woolly warmer and um, they went out the shop. They didn't get caught this time. 
just left so just left the spear well over it. Just sort of like breathing heavily because it just got its breath back and I was out for the count. It was one of the bigger biggest spews. It's probably the the full length of the snake in spew. Yeah. You know, great stream of it. I'd like to tell you Steve McLaren's story. Um, it's going back yeah. a bit. It's about a, it's about a year old. He might be in the frame for the England job again, you know. Oh, that would be reassuring for all the England fans, wouldn't it? Yeah. The um, the last time, and you'll you'll understand why when you hear the story. The last time that uh, Steve McLaren and uh, Roy Hodgson actually talked to each other. Oh, yeah. you like to hear that story? Please tell me that story now. Right. Well, Steve had invited Roy round for a beans on toast supper. Yeah. Yeah around the house and they were chatting away about the uh, the fat lasses physiotherapy and can that. i just ask was yeah. it a formal supper at the table or was it sort of like maybe he's sat on the sofa with them trays no. or maybe he's on bean bags on the floor no, that's quite an important detail actually not they were in the kitchen diner yep. separate from the lounge yeah so although it's like it's a formal setting that the big lasses set out you know napkins yeah and what have you it was just beans on toast though yeah you know, just as much, it was many... Much, just stuck them in the kitchen. Many so beans as you so want. She you know, you could have 800 beans. She could watch the telly in the other room while she could stuck in the kitchen. kitchen. But anyway, so they're Sorry. sat there, chatting away about her physiotherapy because, you know, she had a big lass. Yeah. And her um, chest puts a lot of strain on her back, Yeah. obviously. So she has um, quite a lot of physiotherapy. And also, she, if she... Um, I'm sorry to go down this line, but if she has a Todd, and she often does, obviously with the beans and that, if she has a Todd, it's quite hard for her to reach round. Right. You know, because she's... To, to wipe. To wipe herself and everything. Yeah. Um, and she can, if... I don't know if it... She can get a bit stuck in the folds and that down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to be delicate here. So she, she sometimes has to really strain, and if she's been very loose, she gets Steve up. Yeah, I mean, what's her accuracy like? Is she is she accurate or does she just I don't, port, I don't, please, port, port herself? Please, hoping don't. that she'll she separate. She she does try to separate before she sits. But look, but if it's if she's been very 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 loose, she calls down the Get stairs. Steve. Steve, I'm finished. Can you wipe me? It's happened again, Steve. Yeah, and he takes a dishcloth off. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. Anyway, so Steve was at the table boasting about his new comfort fit uh, short sleeved light blue shirt. Yeah. And what he was, the big thing about the stories is he'd found one that had, like, these breathable holes under the armpit. Oh, I... And it had a special polyester or resin in it or something that made it a really cool, you know, cool. Yeah. Is it one of them that doesn't need to be ironed as well? Yeah, not... Self-ironing. Non-iron and uh. temperature-sensitive, so, you know, you can... Uh, so what he'd done to prove his point... Right, he turned the heating. I'm telling you the truth. He turned the heating right up in the house. Yeah. Right, so that he could just to show off things. Like, I'm fine, Roy. Yeah. Because I've got me new be cool as ice. Well, so sweating there, Roy. Get so Roy, here, is it Roy? <laughs> Roy had a loose fit, not comfort fit mm-hmm. shirt. Um, primrose, you know, very light yellow. Yeah. Right, right, yellow. And he he was, but he, you know, he says, well, I never mind your new material. This is Egyptian cotton. Cost me three. Hundred pounds, and he said, "I'm feel really refreshed." You know, it is a bit warm in here, Steve, but I'm fine. Sort of pissed Steve off a bit, you know what I mean? So anyway, they went in at the lounge after they'd had the beans. This is getting too long for you, Andy. No, it's it's intriguing. Okay, well, they get they they went through to the lounge after they'd finished um, 
the beans to watch an old Poirot episode that Steve's got on tape. Yeah. His favourite one. And anyway, wife's a fat lass, sorry, he's gone upstairs. Suddenly the call comes that night. Steve, I finished, can you wipe me? Right? So Steve has to nick off out of the room. Now Roy is really struggling with the heat, but he doesn't want to admit it. And he says, you're going to be ahead of me in a minute. He says that, because he's made it, he's, he's closed all the windows and everything, and he's put one of those, like, snake things across the door so right. no draft gets in or draft whatever. Draft excluder. Draft yeah. excluder thing. So Roy, right, sees his chance, goes over, picks up the snake, what well, he thinks is the snake thing, draft excluder, oh. picks it up oh. to throw it over the, oh. yeah, to throw it over oh. the, the, the settee, right? Just as he's at the top of the arc of his throat, it fucking spews. Like, it's full length comes out of it. All over his shirt, all over Roy's face. Because, of course, as soon as the snake saw Roy, he thought it was a fucking massive owl. You know, a, a primrose a, owl. Yeah, a predator. Spewed yeah. all over him. Anyway, I've been going on too long, so Steve comes down with his dish, stinking dishcloth. <laughs> <laughs> And there's there's the snake on on the floor behind the. Uh, I'm panting away. <laughs> spewed up. It's like half its size, you know. Now, Roy's covered in spew, and uh, Bessie throws him out with yeah, blah blah. And they've never and they haven't spoken since. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. No. I just thought that story was pertinent because Hodgson's left and yeah. you know what have you. And McLaren's obviously back in the frame. We've been through very similar experiences. We need to put the past behind because I don't know if you remember the last time that they met up yep. in the snake spew. All over Roy. All over Roy. And he's thrown out the house and so on. Well, he phoned him up and said, let's put the past behind us. Let's put the past behind us. So they arranged again for Roy to come round for dinner. And Steve, obviously, buying a nice short, had a nice short-sleeved um, shirt on that the fat lass had brought him. Um when he arrived, Roy, to break the, house, break the ice, he says, that bloody snake isn't around, is it? <laughs> you know, just to break the good. ice. So they laughed 
a bit and it, like, everything seemed more comfortable. And Steve actually, Steve actually explained he hadn't seen it all afternoon. Hadn't seen it. Wasn't Ooh. about don't worry. And Roy says, thank God for that, as it were. It's very cool. Anyway, so the fat lass is just leaving, going to let him alone, have like a boys' night, that yeah. sort of vibe. Xbox gives cans. Yeah, gives give Steve a little peck on his arm just below his sleeve. That's where she likes to kiss him. Um, she says, I've done a toast mountain, a big pan of beans, I'll see you later. And says, oh, and I tidied up your DJ room in case you wanted to show Roy all your, the, your DJ equipment and that. So she waddles out, and her and the other big girls, they were having a night out at Flames Disco. Yeah. Flames Disco. It was Colts and 45's night, you know, where the older lasses can meet the younger fellas. Yes. So off she went anyway. So as soon as she's gone, Steve says, let's eat these beans really quick. I've got something to show you, Roy. Um, so he wanted to show Roy all his DJ, DJ stuff. He's got, like, deck, mixer, two massive speakers. So they're fanning about... I'm sorry, this is going on and on, it? Has, so he, got, has he got the... The lights that go along the bottom. No, it's just quite like very coloured lights. I'm going to call it. No, it's an upgrade. Is he more club DJ than yeah. than you know yeah, weddings, and dis- weddings and discos and contemporary and urban? Yeah, yeah got proper. You, got you know, you. he got downloads stuff from SoundCloud and that mixes really? it and everything. And so um, they start. He says to Roy, he "says Roy, what's your favourite song?" And Roy says that one. You know, I've got a brand new convoy travelling through the. He yeah, likes yeah. that. Says, and Steve says, oh, I'm going to do something like that. So he gets a, a beat going. And so they start trying to fit in. I've got a convoy travelling through, through the night, sort of thing. And they notice that one of the speakers is really dead. You yeah. know, it's really dull. Yeah. And Steve says, oh, for Christ's sake. Me last, she's, she's tidied up and she's pressed the speaker right up against the wall. Yeah. So she's moved it about. Let's have a look. In st- <laughs> Let's have a look inside it. So I wonder what it could be. So, <laughs> so this is what happens. So they t- pull it round, turn it around, take the back off it. So they take the back off it. You know what's in there, don't you? It's the bloody yellow it's snake, isn't snake, it? Snake, isn't it? The big, yeah, Steve's big yellow snake. So the first thing he sees is being smacked about by the bass. Yeah. Boop, boop, doop, boop, 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 doop. So he's fucking mauled, upset in his tummy and all that. <laughs> they open it up. Roy looks in. He thinks it's some sort of raptor, owl or falcon or something. Bang! Spews up. And because he's, like, restricted, it came in bursts. Yeah. <laughs> Scattergun. All Spew. over. All over um, Roy's face. Again. All over Steve's shirt. So once again, it was a bloody disaster. <laughs> Steve McLaren oh. had a problem. We'll Uh-oh. get the shop list in a minute, but I've got to tell yeah, you we'll this Yeah, we'll get that of that eventually. So, Steve, what he does, is he's, as Steve does, is he's took his car in for what's called a summer health check yeah. to tyre web. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a thing where you take your car in and they basically rip you off, charge you 95 quid, hey, for, doing a bit of tinkering. For a man like Steve, it's just the reassurance. It's tyre Bel- pressures. Belt and braces, isn't it, for Steve? You, you know... the check- safe than sorry. Regas the aircon, fill up the... Fluid, washer fluid, you know, give it a quick hoover and all that. Clean up the spew off the back seat. Well, in Steve's case, yeah, but, you know, like, um, I think it's a perfectly sensible thing to do, and that's what Steve um, did. So he takes it in, and they have a look at it, so have a seat, Mr McLaren, he goes into, they've got a little waiting area, and it's got one of them, you know, like as a vendor, coffee machine, vending machine with fricking what's-its in or whatever. Yeah. Do they still, do you remember what's-its? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had some yesterday, yeah. What, they still do them? Yeah, yeah. 
So um, he's got the vending machine there and uh, what have you, and he's just waiting. They come through and say, I'm sorry, uh, Steve. They call him Steve. They used to call him Mr. McLaren, call him Steve now, because he goes, he's, he had his winter health check as well, obviously. And they said, Do you still, reckon they said Mr. McLaren? He went, No, no, Steve's fine. Call me Steve. Yeah. Call me Steve in, the, in these environments. Let's not stand on ceremony. Yeah, if I meet you out in a pub or at the vets or anything, yeah. Mr. McLaren. But, yeah. um, so they come back to us and say, sorry, Steve, um, one of your, t- your front passenger tyre needs replacing and I can't, the, your spare's not, isn't the right mix. So we're going to have to get one from the depot. It's going to be about an hour, right? So Steve's a bit flustered, sits there for a bit and he thinks, I'll tell you what, I'll phone the fat lass. So he phones her up and says, can you come down? Right, because I'm going to be about an hour here, and um, bring the snake down because the vets is just four days along, <laughs> and we should get him spewing up. See if the see you know get it tested out and what have you. So the fat lass finishes off her beans on toast, you know, just scrapes the beans off, washes off the the ketchupy stuff, comes down with the uh, snake and to take it to the vets. Go in the vets. Explains all the spewing up or whenever it's under stress or whatever and so on. So he has a look at it, and uh, first off, he, of course, he gives the vets and you know the vet the injection the vet always gives any yeah. pet. He gives them the the, yeah. the injection, um, the fifty quid one. Obviously, it, yeah. I think it's just for good luck for the pet in it and that gets the injection. Then he examines it and says, "I think this could be a tapeworm." <laughs> So seriously, and apparently it's because um, it's a the because they eat mice. Tapeworms do. No, that's how the cycle of what I don't know what, what do you call these the things parasites. Yeah, they they go via mice mouse tod, right. and um, or, or not no no that's incorrect. Not tod. It's tod once it's left the mouse whilst it's in the mouse and it's eaten. I think it's called cack in it. Cack. You've lost, you've lost me now. Anyway, so it's got a tapeworm. Gives it another injection, <clears throat> yeah, like a proper one, and I think well, another fifty quid. Another fifty quid. That's fine. Timing's perfect, more or less. Get back to um, Tire Web. I am. Hi, <laughs> Steve. Oh, you got your snake. Can I, can I give it a stroke? It's same old routine, you know. Like, would you like to touch it? It's much smoother than you'd think. La 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 la. We five minutes, Steve. We're just balancing your wheels. Yeah, so fat lass let's, says, let's, let's snake have a runabout. He's had a bit of a shock, you know, and uh, just it's been yeah. a bit under stress. Like, yeah. just let her have a run around. So, he makes a beeline for the vending machine, <laughs> right? Crawls in like the letterbox bit. Oh, God. Promise you. <clears throat> so, it's all wound up all amongst the fucking tracker bars and the Oasis yeah. drinks and everything and all that. So, they, they want to open it up so Steve can get his hand in. So he puts 50p in or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, the coiled thing. Yeah. Coiled thing is Uh-oh. right against the <laughs> the snake's, like, chest. Yeah. You know? Starts spiraling, Push pushing, squeezing it. Snake's face is right fucking against the glass at the front. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Near, it's near the mint, actually. Oh, you know, the extra sod. strong mitch. Bang! <laughs> spews its guts up like a pipe all inside the vending machine. Right? So, but I'm it, laughing, but it's so funny. Oh, it's terrible because the snake's panicking, you know, like, and it's the, the it's like it's like yellowy green covering all this, all it up. So Steve gets his hand in, pulls it out, right, pulls it from its yeah. tail, pulling, pulling, yeah. pulling. 
Like, I don't mean to put people off and all that, but, you know, when tapeworms tape are, are agitated, they used to take tapeworms out in the old days. They'd put, they'd, they'd put you over a broth. They'd starve you, then put you over a, a broth. Yeah. And it would crawl they'd out your out, mouth. they get the broth. Come out of the mouth. Well, something similar had happened with the snake's tapeworm. So when they pulled it out, yeah? Yeah. This tapeworm, well, actually, this bit didn't happen. This bit didn't happen. Did it not? No, I just, I wanted to try and make it, but it's such an awful story, but... So they pulled the snake out, um, made Steve pay for the entire contents of the vending machine and a cleaning job. So his summer health check, right? He, listen to this, listen to this. His summer health check cost him 589 quid. He's going to have to get out of work, isn't he? Terrible a week. Terrible week for him. Steve McLaren, interested? What's he up to? <laughs> Him and the fat lass. and they, they went to Malaga a couple of days back. <laughs> right. For holidays, yeah. She's got like a big, massive suitcase. It's mainly full of like creams and ointments, you know, for all her nooks and crannies and folds and that. Yeah, keep them, keep them, you know, moist. Keep them moist, lubricate, free from bacteria and that and everything. Yeah. He just has a little roll, you know, a little one, he pull a little trolley one. And he yeah. just, what he does is, this, this is typical Steve. He just takes a fresh four-pack BHS short-sleeve comfort fit shirts, yeah? Yeah. Um, some brown evenings slacks and his CSI Miami trunks. You know what? I think I know where he gets his ethos from. Where's that? It's that scene with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino in Heat, where De Niro says, I never let myself get in a situation I can't get out of in ten minutes. Exactly. And yeah. McLaren's the same. He travels light. And he doesn't yeah. fuck about. When I think, yeah, I think of heat, I think of born identity, I think of McLaren. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so they're going away and Steve has to give his snake, Casper, a nice big feed, you know, so to last him for the week. So he lobs a rabbit into the snake's room so for it to hunt and kill, you know. doesn't it's on room. Well, the room that the snake's staying in during the, for the holiday, you know. Is it usually in a tank then, or is it just room free? No, as far as... as far house as, snake. As far as, yes, you could call it a house snake, a yellow house snake, so... But it's con- confined to a room while they're in Malaga. Yeah, yeah. Probably for the best. I think so, so he hates leaving it, so, you know, he's like sucking the shit out of his vape. And he's, <laughs> he's fretting, you know what I mean? And the fat lass says, do you know, you know what, Steve, I, I sometimes think you care more about that snake than me. And Steve, hey, Andy, Steve says nothing. Nothing. <laughs> just don't That's say the wrong thing to do. Nothing. So <laughs> taxi comes to take to um, take him to South End Airport. So Steve, they're just about to get in the taxi. Steve, Steve says, you get in, love. I'll just get the last case and say a little last goodbye to Casper. And just leaves the fat lass in the car, right? Goes in, does that. Taxi tips to the airport. They're going through security, right? Just as they put the cases through, they're like, you know the security, th- you know, the thing where it goes through a conveyor? Yeah. Yeah. Steve starts singing his favourite song, you know. We got a brand new convoy travelling through the night. So come on, join our convoy. All the other convoys are shite. Steve's convoy. And of course, because it's Steve McLaren, ex-England manager and all that, the security people aren't really looking. They're watching and they all clap him, take photos and everything. Yeah. So, Which he loves. Oh, he, he, he does love it, yeah. He so, does us off it. <laughs> they're in the boarding lounge, right? 
And a fat lass has a magnum. Steve has a little tracker bar she bought for him at the same time. <laughs> Tap on his shoulder, Andy. It's an armed cop. Oh. Yeah. Come with me, Stephen, and bring your case. <laughs> and then he puts his hand up. No, not you, fat lass. <laughs> yeah. So I'm laughing, but it's serious. This is an armed copper. So they go into the uh, interrogation room, put the case on the desk. Interrogation officer opens it. Who's in there, Andy? Oh, it's not the snake, is it? It's not Casper. Casper's in there. Steve, Steve, Steve had tried to sneak him through, thinking his singing would divert the people looking at the x-ray. Idiot. Fucking idiot, isn't he? So as soon as the fresh air hits Casper, his his neck starts to swell and swell, and it balloons up really big. Something trapped in there, bang. Out flies a wet, half regurgitated rabbit followed by a big like block of rabbit rabbit todd and then a stream of sick it covers the officer and his weapons it's a terrible scene steve had to pay for airport quarantine airport vet cleaning of the copper and his weapons nearly and 1500 quid in total how much did the holiday cost god knows but they missed the they missed the planes only south end airport the next one they they got a uh, plane to barcelona had to take a bus from there I reckon the holiday costs something like 900 quid. Yeah. It's outside of the school holidays, so it'll be cheaper. It's so, I mean, in some ways, it's a lovely story because he just didn't want to be without Casper, but... Yeah. Stupid, isn't it? Stupid Steve. He should have done his research there, like. Steve McLaren. Been a big week for Steve because um, you know who's been in touch with him. No, who? Well, think about what's happening with <gasps> the manager. Sam Allardyce. Your fella, Sam Allardyce, has been in touch. Um, wanted to chat about how he felt, you know. It was actually before he took the job. Do you think I should take it, Steve? And so, so he invited him round um, the house. But the fat lass, Steve's fat lass, right, she's yeah. always had a thing about Sam. So Steve isn't really that keen on having them round. And does Steve so know about this? Well, Steve, Steve knows that she's got a thing about Big Sam... So Big Sam phones up and says, can I come round and have a chat about stuff, about the England job? Yeah. And he doesn't really, yeah. he's a bit reluctant, you know, because of the fat lass. But um, as soon as she found out about it, she insisted, said, we'll have a barbecue, right? So right. he comes round. A peacekeeping um, barbecue. Nah, she, I, t- I know why she did it. I don't know why I'm whispering. All right. But she, she knew if, they, if she just did a, a classic beans on toast in the kitchen... Steve would just yeah. say, right, that's great, thanks, love, off you go. Look after Casper, you go, you know. But she knew, do you know, the garden's, like, always accessible. So she could, right. f- you know, flit about, saying, everything all right, yeah. Sam? Do just you know a bit I mean? of a, so, a sachet here and there. Yeah. Was she oh, wearing so a, sort of still... a, flap, a flappy sort of summer dress? Hey, well, you might find out about that there. <laughs> Barefoot. So... They go outside for the barbecue and he shows him his veg plot. He says, you know, it's Big Sam, there's my tomatoes, spuds, peas and all that. He's quite proud of it. But the fat lass she's hovering about comes out with the excuse where she's got a great big pan of baked beans and loads of toast, which what she done actually, she pierced the toast onto Steve's samurai sword that, <laughs> that he keeps above his bath. So there was like, yeah. I think it was about 38 pieces of toast. Um, and it's like made it more of what she said was he's a fun starter Steve so I've put the toast on your sword 
Um, didn't I give him a knife and fork, by the way, Andy, if you were thinking about it? She just gives him a big, like a wooden spoon each because she reckons that's a, that's a you know, good outdoor fun way to eat your baked beans. So anyway, yeah, Sam right. says, ah, so tell us about... He's, he speaks a bit like that, doesn't he? How does yeah, Sam speak? Yeah, like that, yeah. But like this. No. Yeah, so he says... Oh, for, uh, for East End of London. Oh, is he London there? I think he is, anyway, isn't he? Says, so he comes, he says, so Sam says, tell us about this England job, right? And uh, so Steve tells him about his experience. Meanwhile, Fat Lass has been drinking them coffee martinis. Do you know them? Very the popular what? drink, the coffee martini. Espresso oh, no, coffee and martini. You give it a go. Um, then she's got, she's a bit tipsy, so she goes inside, gets Casper, right, and starts doing, like, a fat dance with it on the lawn. Do you know, like a, like a belly dance a thing dance. to try and impress... Yeah. And, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Keep on. Whenever you do dancing, Andy, you're doing a fat yeah. dance. Would you agree? Oh, right, because I'm fat. Yeah. So that, that's well, simple. By definition, it's a fat dance. <laughs> Tell me what's You've wrong with that logic. You've dance, pal. <laughs> no, but and I'm sure you're a beautiful dancer. I'm sure you can recreate you. fucking thunderstorms with your dance, but you still you'll still be doing a fat dance. <laughs> right though, fair enough. Let's uh um I should be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a lot fatter than Andy, so it's a, it's not really fair of me. So to cut a long story short, she ends up collapsing with the coffee martinis. Yeah. Casper nicks off into the veg patch, slips off, and she's just <laughs> laid there prostrate. About 20 minutes later, Steve says, oh, Sam, go and pick the corn cob. Help me, uh, let's fuck the corn cob on the barbecue. <laughs> it sounds improbable, and yet yeah, it's, I'm hooked. It's the best veg to, to barbecue, isn't it? Yeah. Is the corn cob. So um, Sam goes in, sees the yellow gleaming there amongst the foliage, tugs at it, you've guessed it. It's not a corn cob, it's Casper it's the Casper. Snake, yeah? So Casper opens his eyes... Staring straight at Sam, thinks it's a bear. And he would, wouldn't you? Thinks it's a bear, spews up, right? But it was quite a funny one for Steve because Sam had him facing upwards and he did like a, like a fountain all the way <laughs> onto the prostrate fat lass. An arc you know, of spew. Yeah, an arc, thank Across you, Across the garden. Andy. Across the garden, soaked the fat lass. And uh, she, oh God, I'm going to stop here because you've heard enough about Steve. But she, she, she's she's in love with Sam, right? Yeah. And Sam seeing her like that, she was so upset. I mean, he put the Poirot tape on for her, and he put it on loud later the night, so she knew he was watching it. But she didn't come down. Right. She didn't come down to a really bad day that was for Steve. That's a uh, tenterhooks kind of thing, that isn't it? Well, I, I, I did. You, you've guessed yet? Yeah, well, there is next. That wasn't the end of the night. I'll tell you next oh, week, God. Andy. That's a two-parter. So, yeah, it's a two-parter. It could even be a three-parter, the way things are going on. Now the lawyers are involved. Oh, my God. So, Andy, my mind turns to Steve McLaren. Um, would you like to hear about it? Or at this moment, it's quite a long one because he was in A&E this week, you know. It's it's inevitable, so yeah. Well, yeah, Steve is in A&E this week. It's quite a long story. I'm sorry, Andy, I'll be as quick as I can. Right? Take your time, mate. So the fat lass, yeah, she was yep. on a train back from Hull where Steve had been doing an interview for um manager's job at a carpet, right, you know, carpet tick. 
They asked him to stay over for a second interview with the area manager, not just. Oh, the, that's a good sign. Yeah, not just the store manager. So she had to go home herself to look after Casper the snake, you know, because Steve's yeah. only going to worry and he's got an interview and everything. On the train, she sat next to a doctor and they got chatting and it turned out he was like um, what they call a co- colorectal surgeon, like a Todd doctor, basically, for all that, yeah. all that area. So the fact that's really interesting. So she, she, she explained that since she came back from holiday with Steve, Right, her tods have been like a bit strange. Like, do you know, like lots of little watsit shapes, but crushed together and quite dark and greasy. Do you, uh, oh, that doesn't sound good. No, I don't. I mean, that's why she's obviously, uh, you know, consulted the doctor. So the doctor says, actually, that's quite normal if you've been away, especially to what country, because of the change of water and dehydration right. that you know you get in hotter climes. Right. Doctor said to him, this is interesting, this. Actually, I don't know how this ties in with the story, but the, doc, the doctor said, if you get really lucky, fat lass, you'll, you'll have a Todd that is actually like half its length is the congealed Watsit, you know, substance. Yeah. And then it'll change, and the other half will just be back to your normal smooth. Do you know what that I mean? kind of a, a signifying Todd. Thank you. Exactly that. And he explained that, this Todd is called the half rush. Right. Isn't that a nice term. And That's it's the medical term for it's it. It's called yeah. the half rush, and it's meant to be lucky if you actually get to see it. So I don't know why I told it anyway. But Steve gets back. Why would, you, why would you not get to see it? <laughs> Where else would it go? I don't think everyone's like you, Andy. I don't think you pick apart, pick up the Todds after they've done them. They're just. Let's forget I said that then, and you just carry okay. on with the story. Anyway, Steve gets back next day. Fat Lass has made him um, a baked bean on toast dinner. Andy, with tin dot dogs chopped up on top of it, yeah? Basically, she knew he wouldn't get the job and she wanted to cheer him up, give him a bit of a treat and everything. So Steve's tucking in. Casper's the snakes wrapped around his shoulders and they're watching a Poirot video on a a little portable in the kitchen, you know, video telly thing. So he didn't get the job then? I don't don't want to rub it in, though. Just can we just pass over that? He didn't get the job. Yeah, he'll have been sawed down. Yeah, and um, suddenly there was a scream like from one of the actors, you know, like, uh, ah! Now that just sounds like a query, doesn't it? Ah! Something like that. And Casper immediately at that moment let out a little spew, just, a little spew the little on the table um, about an egg a cup l- full. A little reflex spew. Yeah, and. You know, seem to tie in with the scream. So Steve thinks that is interesting, that. I wonder if it's the noise, shrill noises and that that do it. So he, like, tapped on his plate, sort of, like like that, you know? Yeah. Nothing. Casper's fine. And then he banged the big baked bean pot down on the formica surface, like, like that. Props. Absolutely nothing. So, to be honest with you, you abandoned that theory, but it should, <laughs> that, you know, he gave it a go. So, yeah. wife goes up to go for a Todd. Um, she's had her beans. A few minutes later, she shouts down, Quick, Steve, come up here. He thinks, I don't know if you, I told you about this before, she wants a bottom wiping. So he grabs the dirty dish With cloth, the flannel. Yeah, yeah, and goes upstairs. Soon as he gets to the toilet, she says, Steve, look, Steve, Steve, look at my half rush, right? <laughs> Steve looks in the bowl 
and sees like the smooth handle end, right, attached to the bobbly end, and thinks, listen up, Andy, thinks she said hairbrush. Oh, God. Yeah, honestly. So he reaches into the Todd pot, but as soon as he grabs it, it like all collapses, the Todd in his hand, yeah? Oh, man. Right? What does he do? He screams. Ah! <laughs> Casper spews up half his body weight, probably, right? Into the fat lass's leggings, which are down by her ankles, right? So Steve <laughs> does a little spew himself because it like, stinks this stuff from the... You know, the, from the bowl. From the holiday. And he, like, spews up a little mouthful into the dishcloth. Sorry, I know this goes on a bit, but he ended up in A&E, right? Steve runs downstairs to get another cloth to wipe the fat last year. Casper just falls off onto the toilet floor. Steve rushes back into the toilet, steps on Casper. What does Casper do? Spews up. Spews up again. So Steve... His instinct is to use the fresh cloth to wipe up the spew from Casper, yeah? Yeah. Fat lass says, what about me, Steve? So without thinking, he starts wiping her her bottom with the snake-sick-covered teeth, you know, dishcloth. Yeah. Right? So quite rightly, fat lash punches Steve full in the face, full in the cheek, above his lip. He goes backwards, cuts his head on the bathroom mirror. I'm laughing, but I don't know why. It's a terrible story, it's isn't it? It's not funny. It's a comedy of errors, isn't it? it awful, isn't it? A tragedant. So there you go. So Steve ended up in, um, at a couple of stitches. Yeah. Right? They took Casper to the... Uh, well, I won't go on anymore, but, I mean, the story goes on, but... Um... Is it time for me to... It's devastating what's happened to Steve. Um, I think, think, yeah, I, I don't think anybody can wait any longer. I think you need to give us it. Okay. Well, it's with a heavy heart that I'll tell you what's happened this week. Um, somebody on Twitter, and I think it's Nick Motown, this week, by the way, yeah, um, j- just tweeted saying, could you uh, uh, frazzles, frazzles, but the size of Rivita's? Blimey. Something that, and I've got to applaud him on that. It's a wonderful thought, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't that something? How many could you have in one sitting, though? Well, you'd have, um, that's a year. Four? And you wouldn't need to butter them, or you would you butter them? I'd butter everything, You'd mate. I'd butter them, them yeah. wouldn't you? Well, like a what's it? Everything goes down easy with a bit of butter on it. Yes, yeah, true. It's a lubricant. It's like, uh, a what's it the size of a baguette? Are we going to butter me tits up before we fry the eggs on? <laughs> Can we, please? <laughs> yeah, no worries. Do you want proper butter or like the, spread- yeah. the spreadable? <laughs> I don't want any of that low fat shit. All right, Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve, difficult week for him, right? Oh. So, for about a year now, he's had a problem with his shoulder, right? Uh, maybe a torn tendon, oh. something like that. And it's made it very difficult for him to carry Casper <coughs> on his neck like he likes to. But he still does, but he's felt the pain. So, yeah. he went to the doctor. Takes his top, doctor says, take your top, top off. And there, there's like this sort of acne, poxy sort of rash on the back of his shoulder. And the doctor examines it, then starts poking at it with his teaspoon. And then he, like, what he does, he just, like, prizes the whole lot off. And it is just like a plate of snake sick, an accumulation that's crisped, like, gone crispy on his skin. And he just thought it was skin. Yeah, he just thought he got, you know, so the doctor says, well, I mean, both of them laughed. So it's bloody Casper, and it's dribbling out of him when he's on your neck. So, well, that's good. 
But the problem is, Steve, that's obviously not the cause of your problem. It's probably something internal, as I say, like a tendon or whatever. So Steve, just as he's getting his blood pressure done and that, starts explaining that, you know, he's out of a job at the moment, Casper's really not very well, and that the fat lass is getting really nasty because he's around the house so much and that. She says to the doctor she's even threatened to make him choose between her and the snake because, you know, of all the spew that it's wow. lobbing into her stuff, her haversacks, her DMs, her fleeces and her leggings and that, all getting yeah. spew stains on them. You know, you know, Steve spent nearly £1,000 on a, a pair of, like, purple sort of satin Jimmy Jimmy tube shoes yeah. to try and keep her off his back. Yeah. You know, it's getting, it's getting that, and he didn't tell the doctor that. But she likes, well, she wears DMs, though. Why would she want to wear DMs? She wears DMs most of the night when she's down the social club and that, yeah. but if there's a wedding, something She'll like put that. put the Jimmy tubes on. Yeah, put them on. She can't walk in them, Andy, really, to be honest with you. She keep a f- pair of flats in her bag yeah. for the end of the night. Doctor realizes he's depressed. That's the problem. So, oh, right. so he gives him some happy pills. Um, mustn't take him on an empty stomach. Take my glass of milk, whatever. Lobs two down. Yeah. And he's happy as Larry. He's at home singing his song "Convoy." I got a brand new convoy. All that. Watching the cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> he even puts his. Uh, <laughs> He even, because he hadn't done it for ages, he even went in the garage and started up his clown car, you know, <laughs> right, just to yeah. keep it ticking over. Yeah. Anyway, the only thing that's still making him feel a bit sad is Casper, who seems really down in the dumps. Steve, even, well, two days before this, Steve actually even caught him, caught Casper eating, like, well, like, sort of chewing at one of his own tods. Oh, that's not good sense. It's awful, isn't it? So Steve, what he does, daft Steve really, crushes one of his happy pills up and puts it inside a mouse for Casper. Yeah. You know, to see if it cheers Casper. Stands to reason. It makes sense. I think it's fair enough. It, you know, it they, made Steve feel better than you. Know, yeah. Why wouldn't it work with Casper? So it kicks in pretty quick and Casper starts dance, like dancing on the kitchen yeah. floor, you know, like spiralling and zigzagging. Yeah. Across the black and white tiles, you know. Oh, that's good. You're bouncing off the kitchen units, like in the S shape, and yeah. Sad. Unfortunately for Casper, the fat lass is trying to cook a big pot of beans at the same time, and Casper bangs right into her legs. Yeah. <laughs> she turns around and like she could, she's looking down. She can see him darting about on the checked tiles. Yeah. yeah. It's a flash of colour and the black and white and black and white. She starts feeling a bit nauseous and realizes she's gonna she's gonna go into a fit, you know, because of all the strobing with Casper bouncing around. <laughs> but kitchen strobing's the worst. Yeah, isn't it? so she can't look away and she's heading for a fit. So bless her, she boots Casper full force, hard as she can. And like, he goes straight up in the air, he ricochets off the kitchen island, yeah? Smashes into the Venetian blind on the window. Then he just drops down like a sack of Todd onto the surface. He's just lifeless. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. Casper, I love you, we were touch tight every night. 
Casper, I miss you. You were there when I bought the waffle maker. Oh, Casper, there is a piece of sick that you left behind on the kitchen blind. And every time I see it, a tear falls on the kitchen floor where you danced like a troubadour. Casper, I'll remember you for the good times, not just the spew. Casper, we'll meet again and we'll be touched tight in the afterlife. Casper, I loved you. This has been Athletic Mince. Um Hopefully, we'll be back again next week. Thanks for listening. Oh, where'd you get your shirt, Steve? It looks fucking incredible. The big lass bought me it from BHS. If you don't mind me saying, Steve, it makes you look fucking sexy. Thank you, Bob. That's what the fat lass said. How would you describe it to those who can't fucking see it? It's a light blue short-sleeved comfort fit. The colour and the detail really pick out your arm freckles. That's not freckles, Bob. It's dried on pieces of fucking snake sick. <laughs> 